Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills Podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode is hosted by our student host, Edward, who will be talking to Rebecca Sinclair from EY, sponsor of our theme, Workplace Culture, Emotional Intelligence and Resilience. Hello, Rebecca. Um, we'll just get started in a few seconds after um, just introduce you and uh, introduce um, everyone to the, today's live session. So, um, good afternoon and welcome to today's live. Hello. Um, good afternoon and welcome to today's live session of question and answers um, for GradFest 2021 at Queen's University Belfast. I'm your host, Edward, and I currently study history and politics here at the university. I'm about to enter my second year. So today I'm just as interested as hopefully many of you are in um, an employer view on how we students can best prepare ourselves for the world of work. Um, today I'll be hosting an interview with Rebecca Sinclair, uh, who works for EY, to discuss uh, emotional intelligence and resilience. EY is a professional services network which helps companies with assurance, tax and financial audit. Its headquarters are based in London, however it has two offices here in Ireland, one in Belfast and one in Dublin. Um, so there are many important skills sought by employers to um, uh, seek uh, from their from graduates who apply for jobs. So I'm quite interested in learning a few things from this interview for uh, the next few years. Um, such as how we can best prepare ourselves with improved social skills from extracurricular activities that we may do at the university or even um, in our second last or last year at the uni, um, an international study experience. So um, we'll discuss how employers expect candidates also to respond well to change, deal with their own emotions, and also how to deal with the feelings of others in the workplace. Um, so I really hope you enjoy today's interview and also learn something new uh, and also learn something for a future job interview that you may have in the future. Um, so thanks for tuning in to today's session and also hope you enjoy. So hello, Rebecca, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. I'm actually in the London Bridge office today that you you mentioned, so I'm in the office today, which is really nice. Is it a lot of travelling then to get there? Um, not for me, because I'm. this is the office that I'm based in, so it's not too far for me to get to, but it's nice to be back in and to actually see people face to face after working virtually. <laughs> yep. Um, well, we'll just get started for the discussion. And so um, the first question I want to ask you then is, uh, what is cross-cultural sensitivity and awareness and why is it so important in the workplace? Yes, good question. So I think for me, cross-cultural sensitivity is really about cultural awareness and being able to work with different people from different backgrounds to you at any level. So maybe as a student, you know, working in teams of different people, welcoming people from different backgrounds to yourself. And then also when you're working, your colleagues, your manager, or when you become a manager, the people that are working with you might be from different backgrounds, whether that's cultural backgrounds or otherwise. So I think cross-cultural sensitivity and cultural awareness is being aware of those differences and celebrating those differences so that everyone feels like they can bring them best, their best self to work, really, or to whatever environment it is. Uh, as many of the people watching would be students, of course, here at the university, do you think um, an international experience, like a study experience or a work experience abroad, um, might help develop that skill? Definitely. I think any experience you can get that puts you 
you know maybe out of your comfort zone or that helps you to meet people from different backgrounds so you get different experiences under your belt will will help and there's no better way to get exposure to different cultures and different ways of living and different um different lifestyles really than to to travel and things like a year abroad or study abroad or traveling you may not always get the opportunity to to do that at a later date so the more you can make the most of opportunities that come your way the better i think yep um as part of that um for like someone applying with their cv would a knowledge of a foreign language probably help show employers that this that someone can demonstrate those skills Can you repeat that? Sorry, did you say how can someone showcase um, that they've got that skill? Yep, uh, can like knowledge of a of a foreign language, let's say, for example, like uh, A level, I studied German. So would uh, someone who knows a second language be able to demonstrate that skill um, easily to an employer? Then, yeah, I think any anything like that can give you a platform to then talk about it, and it gives a natural in for you to then talk about that experience that you've had and by learning a language or another skill like that it shows that you've gone out of your way to do something that was more than what was expected of you for you to learn more about that and it gives you something that you can actually then talk about with your interviewer and it can be something that can come to mind or they might ask about or you can then bring up so it gives a natural in for you to talk about it yep um so the next part of the um, session then we talk about emotional intelligence so what is emotional intelligence and how um, is it valued in the workplace? Yeah good question so I've actually done some some learnings about this recently we have a uh, like EY badges program and I've done the badge and teaming so quite a lot of the learning was about emotional intelligence and more of the people side of, of things I think so emotional intelligence is different to kind of IQ that you naturally think about it emotional intelligence is having that understanding of other people around you and learning to be aware of other people's emotions or how they might be handling a situation so that when you're talking to people you're working with people you can pick up on those natural indicators of how they're feeling and if you're you know delivering news you can start to get to know that person so you can think you know, what questions might they have that are going to come up from this? What concerns or other emotions might they be feeling? So you can be aware of that. So you can like learn to adapt your style so that you can work with them really well. Um, would you say that it is uh, particularly valued in roles that would include much, much more teamwork, let's say, with uh, colleagues or customers, for example? Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think any role that you are dealing with any people in any um, any platform it would be a useful skill to have in terms of emotional intelligence particularly in professional services the the roles that you're working with clients and you're building those relationships with clients which for us professional services it's what we do giving guidance to clients so having that emotional intelligence skill being able to collaborate really well with your colleagues or with your clients can really help and you can build that positive relationship with your clients so it is definitely something that we look for throughout the process that ability to work with others that are different to you if you're in a group exercise making sure you're reading the room and you're making sure that everyone's you know um everyone's comfortable and they're able to share 
what they think if someone's being a bit quieter you know check in and see if they have any thoughts that they want to share what they think about that's been discussed so far so it is definitely a really important skill that we look for during the process um what other skills would you say that are linked to emotional intelligence so um other skills that employers would probably look out in um candidates for to work with in a team sort of um set yeah there's there's loads of strengths that are closely related to emotional intelligence the ones that come to mind are resilience so that's one of the key strengths that we look for throughout the process so resiliency to keep a positive mindset and when challenges and problems come up you know maybe you need to take a minute think about what's happened regroup and then keep towards that that goal that you want to to achieve and maybe that goal post might change but you still have that resiliency in you to keep to keep going so resiliency is a key one and that links to team working and emotional intelligence you know being able to kind of rally your your team around you if you're going through like maybe a, a budget cut or the switch to working virtually rather than working in the office you know trying to keep positive and you know working with your team to help everyone get through what could be a challenge or could be a, a difficult time so resiliency is definitely a key one and the other one i'll mention is adaptability so this is another one of the strengths that we look for and being adaptable is really about links very closely to resilience it links very close to team working and it's about being able to adapt to changes that come your way so if a um let's say a scope of a project changes or the budget gets cut in half it's about being able to still regroup figure out what changes you need to make and implement those changes so maybe you need to have a, a change of timeline and you might need to think okay what's now our biggest priority because we've got less time to get things done or if a, a date changes to five years in the future maybe this project now needs to completely change and become something different for the time being until there might be other priorities that you need to work on so i think being adaptable and being able to collaborate with others around you know what you can bring to the table knowing your own being aware of your own emotions and what you're, you're good at and what you're bad at and when you perform your best is all really closely linked, I think. Um, how would employers, for example, like at EY, probably assess emotional intelligence? How would they like find who's the best suitable candidate, let's say, to maybe think on their feet if things, like if something like, doesn't go to plan? Yeah, so we, our application process is partly through um, like online tests and we have a job simulation which is um, the third stage of the final online test and that's linked to the job that you're going to be doing so for that one you'll get questions that are linked to the role so say you're applying for consulting or you're applying for assurance or tax it'll be linked to that role and through the questions that you'll get there we'll be looking for that that strength so how do you work with others around you how do you handle a change in, in in what's going on so you know you might get questions um around you know how would you handle this particular situation or this news has come out or this um something's changed in the you know your manager's running late or the, the client wants something different how do you handle that so we're looking for that resiliency we're looking for that collaboration how do you work with others and then at the assessment center which we call the ey experience day you'll have um different tasks that you'll do so some of them will be one-to-one -one, some of them will be in a group and throughout we'll be looking for that collaboration strength so you know how do you work in a team how do you communicate your ideas and also how do you make sure that everyone else is also contributing 
their own thoughts, making sure that everyone's getting the chance to share and how you're bouncing ideas around and how you then kind of bring those ideas together into the final outcome. And then the last stage is the final interview. And this is with a senior member of the team that you're applying for. And again, they're really looking for that collaboration. You know, so you might want to have some examples in your mind of how you've worked in a team, what the team achieved, but also what did you personally do towards that team success? How did you support the team? How did you make sure that everyone, you know, kept going? Did you face some challenges? How did you regroup and, and keep that going positively? So it's a, it's a vital skill anyway, but it's definitely really important for us because we work so much with clients. So it's a really key area that we look for. Um, how can you uh, develop that skill? Because of course, like if you're in a job for life, basically, or in different kinds of jobs for a whole lifetime, would you have you would have to consistently uh, develop that skill? It wouldn't just be like, you know, just one that you would do for one particular job. You do it in many different types of jobs. So how would AI yeah. like develop those skills for their employer? So there's there's two different ways to think about it. So there's sort of thinking about the theory side of things and developing the strength so there's loads of good resources that you can do in terms of at evi i've done the the ey badges so i've done um i could spend hours talking about it but i'll, I'll keep it nice and succinct so i've done the the teaming badge which is very much about you know how you work in teams how you can make sure that the team's working effectively maybe you're working like virtually as we are now maybe you've got colleagues that are in a different country or a different time zone you know how do you work together so there's learnings that you you can do um through those kind of badges there's also a badge in inclusion and belonging and that was where i learned a lot about like cross-cultural we were talking about a bit earlier about how you can work with people from different backgrounds so there's learnings you can do in that um and there's lots of good courses on things like udemy about working effectively in teams and cross um, collaboration and cross-cultural experiences there's also things you can do like on watching TED Talks. So I watched a really good TED Talk that was called The Power of Introverts. And that was about someone talking about their experiences of being an introvert and how they've gone through that experience and how you can be making sure that those that are like quieter in your team can still feel included. So there's that kind of learning aspect to it. So there's like good books and TED Talks and YouTube videos that you can get involved in. And then there's also the experience side to things. So when you're thinking about your own experiences, whether it's like workplace, so anything, working in a team, you know, at a consulting firm or working in a team at a supermarket or working in a team at a cafe or anything, what team experiences do you have? You know, try and think about who's on your team or who's in your your business area and how do they how do they work, you know? and thinking about your own experiences when are you happiest what are you doing at that time when do you feel stressed what might be causing that stress and the more that you can learn about your own performance and your own emotions and what kind of drives you you can then start learning about other people and then you can bring that into practice when you're thinking about interviews and preparing for interviews and thinking about what teaming experiences you've had and it's the you know what did the team do what did the team achieve and then what have you done towards that what's your personal contribution to that team working would you say that um for example uh, for students do you think a uh, gap year might uh, in, might develop that skill a lot more than maybe someone who just goes straight from university into a job yeah so 
from my personal experience, I always went straight into the next stage and I never took a gap year or year abroad or anything like that. So you, you very much don't, apps, you know, it's not essential. It's not something that we look for. You don't need to have it. But I do think that having that year abroad or that experience, it's just something a bit different can definitely add to your your strengths and your experiences. And especially it can give you a good platform to talk about, you know, challenges that you've gone through. I know um, some of the um, offer holders that we've had recently have talked about experiences like volunteering abroad and working in teams of people from lots of different countries and helping a community or, or doing something that's just a bit different and a bit out there. So it can definitely add to your experiences and your application and show that you've had these experiences and what you've learned from them. And it can give you just something a bit different to stand out, I think. Um, you also talked about earlier on uh, about resilience. So um, do you think um, that travel can actually develop those qualities such as resilience or um, proactivity um, for employment in the future? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that it would. I think resiliency is a difficult skill to master. So the more different experiences you go through and you might have to face challenges and overcome them can definitely help build towards that. And I know um, people do years abroad or they spend time living in a, in a different country that they would never have the opportunity to do. So you'll naturally develop some strengths that you probably never would have had the opportunity to develop if you hadn't had that opportunity so I think it can definitely help to build your resiliency skills and learn more about yourself throughout that process as well and also it's a great experience to try something different live in a different country and you know do something a bit different um so um why would employers like EY for example value resiliency or flexibility let's say in their employees yeah, so, I mean, there's going to be loads of reasons why we look for it, but it's definitely something that we look for throughout the, the, the process and we look for it in our people. We're a very people-focused organisation, both in terms of the work that we do for clients. You know, we provide guidance to them and what the client will need is constantly changing and evolving. A lot of the stuff we're doing at the moment is on digital innovation and, you know, industries are being massively disrupted by innovation and, and tech and especially that's been escalated over the last year and working virtually so it's a rapidly changing industry that a new regulation can come out or there can be a massive change in the um, wider environment like this last year has shown so companies our clients need to rapidly adapt so we need to be there for them and we need to be flexible and adaptable and we need to be thinking about, you know, what's out there. Is there a new tech coming out or is there a new regulation coming out they might need to be thinking about so that we can be that go-to advisor for them. And um, so is that why um, employers should probably look for someone who's um, also adaptable to like a new setting, a new, like you say, a new regulation or um, new technology that comes out in maybe the future sometime? Yeah, so we call it agility in terms of the um, strength that we look for. So it's about being agile to new new things out there whether that's a new regulation or a new way of working or a new opportunity for for one of our clients and we look for that strength through 
your experiences, whether it's, you know, a previous work experience or whether it's working in a team in a sports club or working in some other some other experience that you've had in your personal life where you, something changed and, you know, um, you got through a difficult time or the last year and how you adapted to that and, you know, studied from home or worked from home or did something different. So we look for that agility skill, being able to take on new opportunities learn new skills learn new um pick up new information and then apply it to what we're doing so where you might have been on client site and been able to go up to a client and ask their advice and the same in the kind of student environment you might have been working in a team on a team project and you could all chat and bounce ideas in person and then you have to adapt that to online and maybe you're on a Zoom call or a Microsoft Teams call or something else to then try and hash out ideas and figure out what you wanted to do. And it's about how did you adapt to that situation and what did you learn from that time? How do you think uh, employers, for example, like at EYM, be able to like test candidates off their agility? So, for example, maybe in interviews or in assessment days? Yeah. So we like to look for that strength and we like to challenge so you might have questions like you know um what would you do or how would you handle if your client disagreed with you or how would you handle if your manager wanted to go in a different direction and we'll be looking for that response of how you'd handle the the client or how you'd handle your team and maybe you'd you know reflect and go back and get some more evidence to support this change or maybe you'd work closely with the client on what they what direction they wanted to go in and really we're looking for how you handle that situation how you think about the client's best interests how you maintain um ey integrity throughout that process as well so it's the it's the integrity of the company and it's also thinking about the client and how we can be supporting the client to get the best outcome for them as well um, I just want to go back to one of the questions earlier, whenever you were talking about gap years. I know you, of course, didn't do one yourself. You just went straight into employment. But um, if you if you were like trying to talk to like maybe graduates who are maybe thinking about a gra uh, gap year, um, how do you think they should um, use that gap year to develop skills such as agility or even emotional intelligence? Yeah, so I think it's all about putting yourself out of your comfort zone during that experience so whether it's um some kind of travel or whether it's some kind of volunteering work you know think about what think about where your comfort level is where you are now and then try and think of things that are going to challenge you and they're going to help you develop so i didn't take a gap year but i did a volunteering project in borneo malaysia and we were working with a um a centre there that worked with disabled children and we were building a like sensory garden for them and so through that experience I had never had any um, real life experience of that before and so it put me out my comfort zone I was in a different climate it was really hot and muggy there all the time which I wasn't used to and I was working face to face with you know loads of different children that I hadn't met before I hadn't really had experience working with children before and especially children with you know different kind of learning abilities so that definitely put me out of my comfort zone and then I talked about that in my interview about how I'd worked in a team with the other people that were there with me and we'd done like the physical work building this um, playground but we'd also had this learning opportunity that I hadn't experienced before and so you could talk about 
what you learned from it, the experience, how it's then helped you when you go on to work with different people that you haven't worked with before and from, from that learning. So you can show that you're really comfortable with, with working with different people and you've had this experience and you've gained this from it. Would you recommend something like that, like a volunteering experience, for example, the one that you did in um, Malaysia? Yeah, hopefully the Turkish shoes don't come back. Um, yes, I, I would recommend, like I said, anything that puts you out your comfort zone. And especially through the last year, there's probably lots of different places that need support at the moment. So I think any experience that you can get that will put you out your comfort zone, that will help you to learn more about yourself and also more about others around you can can help so there's loads of different volunteering opportunities that you can do whether it's more you know working with people I know there's opportunities like you know teaching English in different countries or working with children or working with adults or there might be opportunities more like um project-based like helping to clear some land or build a house or something like that and there's also opportunities closer to home like I know there's those like national trust um opportunities that you can get involved in so it doesn't necessarily have to be abroad but I do think that having experience to work with people who are different to you and different to your background whatever your background might be can help you learn as well so that when you um then go into the working world you know you've had this exposure to different things and you've you've developed skills about yourself and you think well if I got through like that time when I was away from home and put out my comfort zone I can do this project so I think it's good in that aspect um well thank you very much that's the questions I wanted to ask there's just one more question in the chat I'll just ask you that question um so um Aoife Stewart says, how important is it to display cultural sensitivity outside work? For example, uh, in what you share and like on social media. Actually, that's a very, very good question. I forgot the answer to that. I will ask that, sorry. So um, how would um, social media help develop skills such as uh, cultural sensitivity? Yeah, that's a good question. I think you can learn a lot from people on social media. There's a lot of people that share like blog posts and videos about their experiences or what they've learned through their career. And I've noticed it a lot, even in students as well, probably more so in students than anywhere else, you know, sharing their experiences of joining a company or sharing their experiences of working abroad. And you can learn a lot from from that, from the videos or from the articles that you're reading and learn more about how other countries do that. So especially for us because we're a global organization I'll often like follow you know key leads or people that I'm interested in hearing more about from other um, of our offices abroad from other EY offices or from like um, like politics or world leaders and you know you can watch what they're sharing and read their videos and watch their articles and it will just help you get an appreciation for the wider picture and what's going on in other places and how that then might be relevant for us here. Would you also say um just as an add-on to that would you also say that maybe sometimes social media can sometimes hinder our ability to sort of like be a little bit more sensitive with different cultures? <laughs> yeah I think you have to be conscious of not necessarily 
like believing everything that you you see and you hear like sometimes things can be very one-sided so wouldn't necessarily you know believe everything that you see and hear on social media but I think it does help to just get an appreciation for what other people are going through but you have to limit it a bit you know you don't want to always be on um you don't always be on social media you don't want to get into like a trap where you're just you know reading more and more about a certain topic and what you might be reading might be false so I think yeah you do have to be conscious of what you're reading and check the source and make sure it's a reliable place that you're reading it from so what you're saying basically is be a wee bit more diligent on social media yeah <laughs> I mean you can always be more diligent can't you so I think yeah just be mindful of of what you're seeing and what you're hearing and you know make sure but I think it's still important to to have a look at what other um countries are sharing what they're doing and maybe they're doing some cool new tech innovation or maybe you can hear from someone's personal experience of something that's going on in a country I think it's always useful to to learn more you can always learn and develop yep well thank you very much uh Rebecca for answering all those questions um I'm just gonna close off now so um well yeah that's all for today's session on emotional intelligence and resilience in the workplace um i hope that you've all enjoyed the session because um and also learned a few things about how to prepare yourself for a job interview maybe in the future um also um if you find, want to find out more about how to develop these skills that we've been talking about in the discussion well you can do so um through the GradFest website online uh, there's blogs, for example, written by Queen students uh, who have been on an international study experience, something that we've actually been talking about. Um, there's also a number of videos from TEDx discussing how we can best develop our skills to deal with cultural sensitivity. Um, maybe you can help us uh, do that through social media as well. Um, but also you can find out more about emotional intelligence on various other websites such as Target Jobs or Career, Ad Career Addict. Sorry. Uh, so yes, I would like to thank Rebecca from EY for taking the time to talk to me on this topic um, and also to the staff here at Queen's for helping organise this discussion throughout the week. Um, if you'd like to review what we've discussed within the last half an hour you can do so on the Bradfest website um, which has all the discussions from this week. Um, thank you very much Rebecca and hopefully haven't taken you out of your work today. <laughs> yep. All good, thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks. You've been listening to a podcast from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access Careers Support at Queen's, please visit our website go.qub.ac.uk forward slash careers or follow at QUB Careers on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.